Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Hi, everybody. I know it's been a minute since I've been on here. You know, life is lifing. You know how that goes. Um, But I just wanted to get one more word out before the new year. I know a lot of us are excited to start the new year. I'm sure a lot of us already started planning goals for the new year, vacations for the new year. Um, You know, just whatever you guys normally do, what you're going to eat for the new year, uh, fitness goals, business goals, money goals. But God had put something so big on my heart lately and it was more of like, why do we rush to the new year just because this is the last week of the year? God can still do miracles right now. And that's something that I've learned is like, we all know that one week between like Christmas and New Year's is just like a weird week. Some of us have off, some of us go back to work, our kids are home from school, Um, you know, we forget what day it is, what time it is. It's kind of just like this lull week. And I feel like sometimes we don't give God enough credit of how big God is because he can do it in the blink of an eye. He can answer a prayer in the blink of an eye. And something that you could have been hoping for in 2024, you can actually come into agreement with it in 2023 if you're aware. Sometimes we rush, right? Oh, okay, well, you know, 2023 is over. Why is it over? There's still, today's what, the 27th? So there's still, what, four more days left of the year? That's plenty of time for God to work. And just because you were praying for things this year and it didn't happen, we all know God is not an early God. He is just in the nick of time, God is what I like to call it. In his eyes, he's on time because our timing and his timing is different, right? And I feel like sometimes we kind of count him out, but like it's always in the midnight hour. If you read the Bible, they talk about the midnight hour a lot when um, Joseph was stuck in jail. It was the midnight hour when the angel appeared, you know, um, it's always things that happen, you know, at the very last second. And I feel like that's God, like, and God does that purposely so that he can get the glory. He doesn't, he doesn't answer our prayers when we do things. And that's something that I also learned, like, Sometimes I feel like, oh, if I do this for God and I'm obedient, yes, obedience is important, but he's God. He can do it whenever he feels like doing it, whether we're obedient or not. If it's if it's his promise and his word, it has to come to pass. One thing that I've learned recently is that God is a covenant-keeping God. So if he told you something and he put that desire in your heart, until the day you die, it has to happen. Like, up until that day, it just has to come forth because he is not a liar. The Bible says, let every man lie, but God be the, you know, tell the truth. God cannot lie. It's part of his character. And recently I have been just like really diving in more about God and who he is and about his character. And in the Bible and revelations, it says, you know, when he appeared on the horse, he was faithful and true. Right. And sometimes we forget because, because God is God. And it's so hard for us to fathom this. 
we like to put expectations on him like a regular human being in our life, whether it's a father figure, a mother figure, a friend, a boyfriend, a wife, a husband, you know, um, a mentor, a leader. Like we, we tend to kind of like group God with, with them. Like, oh, it didn't happen. You know, there's only four days left. Nothing can happen. Like we'll just, we'll just pray about it in the new year. No, why wouldn't you pray about it now? Why wouldn't you pray for that miracle now? Why does it have to be the new year, right? And I know a lot of you guys will hear like, oh, Everyone's going to have goals in the new year, right? We all make, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, goals. You know the word. I just can't think of it right now. But um, I'm sure Holy Spirit will bring it to me. Um, we all make goals, right? And um, we were like, okay, and this year I'm going to eat better. I'm going to be more active. I'm going to read more books, right? But why do we always look to that new year why can't we start now why can't we start today why can't the like why we should and somebody said this I forgot who I saw it from but it was so true um I forgot who it was but why would we want to start the new year like off doing something new why can't we start it now so that we go into the new year doing something new right we go into the new year ready to go we go into the new year with making this new habit right and I feel like a lot of us um it's such a great, like, uh, easy way out. Like, oh, we'll just wait for the new year. And then they say that most of our goals that we make for the new year, you know, by the third week of January, 85% of us failed, right? Because we're just thinking that it's going to happen, right? Three weeks in, we can't keep up, right? And God is like, why do you guys do that? Why do we make these commitments and then like three weeks down then oh you know and then we'll wait oh we'll just wait till the next year oh we'll wait till next month oh well it's always a Monday right it's always a Monday but why can't it just be right now why can't it be a Thursday why can't this day uh today's what Wednesday the 27th be the day that God changed your life forever why would you expect him to say oh he didn't answer me I prayed for 2023 all this year you know for financial breakthrough and it didn't happen I guess I'll just pray for 2024 no why can't he do it now why can't he do it right now? There are so many stories when you watch people and that they're successful and they tell you like, it's always right when they're about to give up, right? That God really comes through. And it's never, you've never heard someone say in January of the new year, God gave me my breakthrough. No, it's normally in the middle of the year or the end of the year, right? And I feel like we tend to count God out and myself included, right? Like, oh, we'll just wait for the next year. No, why do we do that? God's like, I don't, I don't work on your time frame, right? God is outside of time. It says a thousand years to him are like one day and one day is like a thousand years, right? We don't, we don't understand his timing. We don't understand him. Why are we putting limitations on him? Why do we give up so easily? And a lot of the times I've been reading, right? Everyone, I was studying the Bible that a lot of people would give up right before the breakthrough, right? So they've come like this whole year you've been praying, right? For whatever it is, for whatever miracle you're waiting for, right? This whole entire year you've been praying. Now we have four days left and you're like, oh, you know what? It didn't happen. God didn't do it for me. So I guess it wasn't meant for me. I'll just wait till next year or I'll just give up on this dream and, you know, and I'll, I'll think of something else. And the whole time God was like, it's going to happen for you tomorrow. And you gave up on today. Like, could you imagine that? Like, one of the things that God has been telling me recently is, um, and I've heard it, and it was confirmation from, from two different stories, and I'll tell you them. One was Pastor Mike Todd. He was talking about the man being, the leper being healed, right? And God gave him specific instructions, right? Go into the river and dip yourself seven times, right? So he dips himself 
one time, two time, three time, nothing's happening. But he never said like that it couldn't happen on the three or four time. He just said to do this, right? Fifth time, sixth time. Imagine he he does this on the sixth time and then he just gave up because on the seventh time he was healed, right? So it's like, we're so close. You're so close to whatever you've been praying for, you know, for that significant other, for that family member to come to Christ, for a financial breakthrough, for a new business idea, for the new house, you know, um, for health, you know, you've been going to doctors all year long and you just bad news after bad news. Oh, it doesn't look good. Oh, you're going to have this forever. Um, getting out of that mindset of poverty, um, getting out of that mindset of laziness, right? And you're so close, right? Let's look at, let's look at the comparison, right? We're in the 12th month of the year. This is the last month of the year. We're literally in the last week of the last month of the year. Imagine you give up now. Thank you, God. That was for me. Jesus, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Sorry, I just had a revelation. But it's so true, and he's been telling me that. So that was the first story. And then one of my um, girls sent me a video, and they're talking about the Jericho walls, right? And the story is they had to march around seven to- uh, seven days, right? And the first six days, they had to march around at one time. And on the seventh day, they were told to march around at seven times and praise, and the walls would fall. And it's like, imagine doing all of that work. We did all of this work, praying, fasting, getting closer to God, spending time with him, worshiping him, um, you know, starting classes to get to know him more, all this work. And we're about to just give up. That's why a lot of us miss the blessing because we are about to, we, we get so close on giving up because it wasn't in our timing, right? It wasn't in our timing. And we get like frustrated, which it's normal. It's even Jesus got frustrated in the Bible. Like I want you to understand getting angry and frustrated is not a sin. A lot of people think it is. It's how we react after that, right? So if someone pisses me off, which happens, right? And I'm annoyed. If I go and curse them out, the cursing them out is the sin. Me getting mad is not a sin. It's just like, okay, I need to take a break. Let me walk away for a second, right? Same thing if like I was to punch somebody in the face, right? Sometimes I want to. Let's just call it what it is. There's some days I really want to knock someone out. You know, it happens, right? Um, I'm very grateful that it's a lot less than before. So thank you, Jesus, because he's working in my life. But it's true, right? Like we like that's not the sin, right? But so imagine we we have all this faith, all this faith, and then we give up. That's the sin. Giving up is the sin because giving up is saying, God, I don't trust you. God, I don't trust you. Wow, I'm having so much revelation as I speak this because I was asking God, how do you stay an expectant, right? How do you, God tells you to be an expectant of good things to happen and don't lose faith when it doesn't happen in, you know, in the time frame that you thought or that you heard God say, right? And the whole time he's saying, every time you doubt, Every time you worry or doubt God, it's worship to the devil, right? So the devil wins in that aspect. And Tiffany Montgomery said that, right? What praise is to God, what faith is to God is the same thing as worry or doubt is to the devil, right? And this whole time he's telling you, don't give up. You're so close. Don't give up. You're so close. Don't give up. You're so close. And you're just getting tired. And it's normal. We all get tired. We all get weary. We all we all get frustrated. But the Bible says don't grow weary in well-doing because eventually you're going to seek the harvest, right? And we're out here tired and we're about to give up. And God's like, oh, another one. You you sinned. You, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, God, you you were so close. You were so close. You know, it's like watching a kid trying to teach a kid how to tie their shoe, right? Or, or ride a bike, right? 
how many of you have known like the first few times you fall off, right? And then you kind of like something just clicks, right? And you kind of get it. It's like if your dad was to give up on you that one time or your mom, whoever taught you or your aunt or uncle how to ride the bike, right? And you were one way, one time away. They saw you steadily on the bike. You were a little, little wobbly, but you kind of got the hang of it. The next one was going to be the one. And they're like, oh, you know what? Let's just take it. Let's just take a break from now. Let's just forget about it, right? That whole kid is never going to know that they were so close to riding that bike. They'll always have that. Well, the last time I did it, the last time I did it, I was weary. The last time I was wobbly, right? So I don't want to get back on. And it's the same thing with us. Like, we love to, in the beginning, it's exciting and it's full. And it's, yes, okay, God, 2024, this is going to be the year. You know, you told me I was going to be a wife. You told me I was going to be a husband. You told me I was going to conceive a child, God. I'm going to be a mom. And then we go through January, February, March, April. There's a little glimmer of hope. It goes back down. Um, June, July, August, September, October, November. And we're so exhausted. And December comes. And we're like, well, it didn't happen. So... I'm just going to give up on it. We'll go, we'll, we'll think about next year. We are so, one thing about our generation is we're so quick to jump to the next thing. We're so quick and we are so quick to count God out. We want instant gratification. And when we don't get it, it's like on to the next thing. It's like, if you read these people, um, there was a story that one of my clients had posted that the girl who does little world project, I don't even know if you know who she is, but I'm actually wearing two of her bracelets right now. She started this thing where she made like these bracelets and they had words on them of hope, right? It took her 10 years to get into Target. 10 years. Some of you don't want to wait two weeks. Some of you don't want to wait three months, me included. I've been telling God, and who am I to tell God, God, I don't want to wait another five months. God, I don't want to wait another six months. And he and I feel bad. I'm like, whoa, like... There's a reason for it. And one thing I've learned too is there's nothing when you're in a waiting season on God, as long as you're willing to give in and like let him wait how he wants you to wait, there's nothing wasted by God. Like he will give you so much revelation. He will make you grow stronger in him. He will make you grow in faith. Like as long as you're willing to wait with a good attitude, he will do so much for you. Like he will give you so many miracles within that wait time, right? You will see so many miracles within that wait time if you just trust in him and you don't give up. This is like a quick small testimony, but you know, God is the God of detail. And I always say this, even the smallest details he cares about, right? So on Friday, um, my employee asked for the day off and I'm very, I'm a, I like to pride myself on, well, I like to think that I'm a good boss and I always, as long as you give me a heads up, I'm going to give you the time off, Right. So she came to me two weeks ago and said, hey, um, I know it's kind of last minute, but do you think I can have off on Friday? And I said, yeah, no problem. It's within two weeks. I'll work the shift. So I have another employee and I was like, oh, maybe she wants to make extra cash. I know it's the holidays. We just all spent our money. Can you work? And she's like, I would love to, but I have a meeting. So I said, okay, no problem. So I, I forgot and I reminded today that I was going to work today. I mean, on Friday. And then my dad had told me my niece was coming into town. And I try to spend time with all my nieces and my nephews and, and spend one-on-one time with them because I know what's important. And these are the core memories, right? I think she's nine or 10 now. These are the core memories that you build. So I really wanted to spend Friday with her. And then I was reminded I had to work. So I'm like, I asked the other employee, I'm like, hey, can you work? And she's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. I would love to. I'm like, all right, no worries. I'm like, you know what, God, you know all things. Like, if I really wanted to spend time with her, maybe take her to the movies. I don't know, do something. She likes to get boba tea, go to the mall, whatever she wants, right? 
and just spill time with her and speak God into her and speak life over her because I'm one of the main factors in her life that speak God over her, right? And so I'm like, okay, God, whatever you want. And then like not even maybe like an hour later, this is no joke, the girl who requested off was like, hey, my my um, plans fell through. I would love to work on Friday if I still can. And I'm like, you know, God, you are the God, right? You are the God because I was already preparing to, you know, okay, God, whatever you want, right? And yet you still come through. You still come through last minute. Uh, today is Wednesday. It's two days before. She requested these days, like two weeks ago, right? And I was like, okay, no problem. So like, why do we count him out on anything, on anything that we're waiting for? You know, maybe you're just praying for peace and you've been being in such a hard season of depression, of, you know, like worry, of anxiousness, of anxiety attacks. And you've been praying all year and you're like, God, you didn't do it yet. God, you didn't do it. And he's like, but I don't worry about it. I didn't do it because I want to do it this week so that you walk into the new year with peace. You're not you're not asking me. It's already done. Like he's such a god of strategic plan that we would never understand it. And I think that is something that's so important. It literally takes God one second, a blink of an eye, one move for your whole life to change. One move for your whole life to change. And it's like we always count them out at the last second. And a lot of us don't have our blessings because we stop believing. Me included. I'm sure there was times in my 20s. For sure. I was a wreck in my 20s. And I say this all the time. I love Erica in her 30s. Because Erica in her 30s is a way more confident, God-fearing woman of faith than I ever was in my 20s. I kind of knew of who God was. But I was always anxious. Always worrying. And now it's like... Even when I worry, I just know to turn my face to God and instantly it goes away or he answers a prayer, you know, and it was funny because I was praying for something um, yesterday. Uh, one of the girls in our I'm part of a group was, you know, was complaining about something and she was like mad at God. And I said, you know, God, I said, answer her prayer before you answer mine, because I'm like, she really needs it in this moment right now. Right. And boom, today she gets on her phone call and she's like, has a praise report and everything that she was worried about, God had already handled for her. And I'm like, God, you're such a good God. You're still answering us. He told her something that was going to happen to her by the end of the year. And she found out it's happening this weekend. But she was mad because she thought it was supposed to happen on Christmas or before Christmas. And she was counting God out. And then somehow she found out it's going to happen this weekend, right? And God willing, it will, right? And it's like, wow, like... She was about to give up on him. She was mad. She was angry. She was so pissed. And she, and and little did God know it was happening this weekend. Like, why are we counting God out? Why are we counting God out for the miracles that he can do? Like, it can happen in a blink of an eye whenever he wants it. And stop counting him out in the last hour. There are so many miracles that we would miss in these last four days if we decide to count him out. But I encourage you, these next four days, just to get in his presence. God, you know what? I know what I prayed for this year. I know what I've been praying for this last month. I know what I've been praying for these last three days. I know what I've been praying for for 10 years from now. You know, your word, the prophetic word you gave over me for six years, I'm still praying for it, God. I know you can do it. I know it can happen right now in this very moment, God. And I'm excited to see how it's going to play out. And even if it doesn't, God, even if it doesn't, guess what? I'm one day closer. I'm one day closer to that miracle. I'm one day closer to that promise that you had. I'm one day, I'm one second closer. I'm one hour closer because you are such a good God and you care so much about us, Lord. You care so much about us that you want us to give us the best things. Lately, I've been hearing God is the God of the best surprises, right? And it's so true. It's like 
we, we, we give God the credit of our, someone who is tangible in our life because we can't see him, but it's like, he can do so much more. And he's like, you guys have such little faith in me. Like you're just asking, you know, for the apartment and I'm trying to give you a house. You know, you're just asking for, you know, a raise and I'm trying to give you a full blown business that's going to blossom, that you're going to be able to stay at home, work from home and be home with your children, be a part of your children's life and speak over them. Right. And you're so worried about that was me. God, I I don't want to be a business owner. I don't. I just want to be a CEO. I want to be an admin assistant. So a powerful CEO that I could help make their dreams come true. And I'm cool with that. And God's like, no, 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 my child, my daughter. I have the best for you. You think I'm going to let you do all the work and someone else get the glory? No, because that person wouldn't give me the glory. But you, Erica, you would give me the glory. I'm sorry if I get emotional because I really feel God is talking to me in this moment. And um, I'm sorry. (laughs) He knew that I would give him the glory. He knew that I could give him the glory. The last people that I was working for, they didn't even believe in God. They didn't even... There wasn't everything was about sexiness and all the and getting famous people to come in the door and they succeeded at that but my goal was to help educate people about God and the benefits of this and and natural healing and what God has for us and I now see it why he made me the business owner because he knew that I would stand on him and give him the glory he knew that I would do that for him and I will always do that for him and I think that that's something that you know, I'm sorry. This is how you know God is speaking because I don't ever have anything planned out. I don't write notes when I speak. And all I pray is, God, let your words, not my words, your words come through. And I know that it's him because I'm crying. And I know when I cry, I know it's the spirit. And he's giving me so much revelation in this podcast that I know it's him. So sorry about that. Um. Anyway, God is he knows you. He knows what you'll do. He knows what you'll do if you're just committed to him. He knows that you're going to do better than what you could have thought. Like he wants to give you like better. And you know, and it's like, we always want to count him out. You know, I was watching, um, the chosen last night with my mom and we were just crying so much when we saw God do miracles, you know, and he just knew that he had so much better for these people, like so much better. And he was like, y'all just want to settle for like the laws of what you thought. But like, I'm, I'm the living proof right here in the flesh. Like I'm telling you, you know, and it's like, he wants so much for us. And when you look at him and how he would hug these people and tell them, and he wouldn't give up on them and he changed their lives forever, how happy they were and how happy it made him. Like he would literally hug them and they would cry to him and they would bow down to him. He's like, no, no, just like stand up and give me a hug. Like, like who wouldn't do that for us? Like we don't even know. And think of the best person in your life. You know, the most important, your mom, like my mom is my rock. My mom is would do anything for me, like, and has done everything for me in this life so I can be successful. Like, my mom is my best friend. And she would give me this shirt off her back because she loves me that much. And she wants me to succeed and think, like, God will do a hundred times more than that. And, And we count him out, like, who are we, you know, who are we, and I'm sorry, God, because I was a part of this, I counted you out so many times, 
even this week I counted you out, you know, and he wants to do a hundred times more than my own mom. And you know how much my mom will do for me. You know how much you guys tell me all the time. It's our relationship, right? And it's like how, like, he loves me more than my mom. That blows my mind. Like, think if you're a mom right now, what you wouldn't do for your child. What you wouldn't do for that child if you were a mom. I think about Saint, right? I'm not even his mom. I'm the aunt. What I wouldn't do for that child. What I wouldn't do for him. If he came to me and said, Titi, I want this. Titi, take me here. Take me. Take me. I will move the world for that child. And that's not even my own child. I can't imagine when I have the twins that I guess God showed me, the twin boys, you know, or the children that he has for me in the future. What I wouldn't do for them, right? What? That's how, like, um, it just blows my mind. And, and, and I feel bad because I'm guilty of this, too. And I apologize to God. I apologize to you, God, for counting you out when you were just trying to tell me a little bit longer. You're on your sixth day a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. You got, like, you know, and it's like, it's always good to praise God when everything is going great. But what we pray when we're in trials and tribulations, you know? And... I just wanted that to encourage you. We have four days left. Don't count. Don't count God on, out. Don't count God out now. I know I won't. I know that this restored my faith, and I know why this is why He wanted me to record because I haven't had anything to record in a while. And He even told me the the title of this: the finale, the finale. Like, bro, we're in the finale. Like, oh, He's such a good God. He's such a detailed God. Like, and I just hope and I pray that this encourages you that these next four days, like have hope, be an expectant. God, whatever I prayed for, for this last year, 10 years, five years, whatever my children are praying for, whatever I need in this moment, don't count God out. He can still do it. Um, I love the song more than able by Maverick city. I'm actually going to you know, probably worship that and cry because I'm already crying um, when I finish this. But Chandler Moore says something that's so important. He says, all it takes is nothing. All it takes is nothing. The Bible says in 2 Kings, it is easy for God. It is easy for him to do. Easy. Like, and we're over here, God, I don't know. I don't know. Because we're thinking, you know, logically. And one thing I will say is when you faith, faith is, has nothing to do with logic. Faith is the exact opposite of logic. Faith, Hebrews 11, 1 says, faith is not what we can see, you know, but what we can hear and what we can, you know, feel. Like, you cannot see faith, right? And and the chosen, thank you, Holy Spirit. He just reminded me. That's something that he talked about in the chosen when he was telling Nicodemus, right, about God when he was trying to understand because he was all about law and what he was reading in the Bible, right? Like, it's, this is what it says in word, right? And he's like, okay, you could feel the wind, right? And he says, well, yeah. And he's like, and you can hear the wind, right? And he's like, well, yeah. And he's like, but you don't know when, when it's going or where it's coming, right? And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, that's the same thing with God. That's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. You can feel him. And you can, I felt him so strongly. Obviously, I was crying, right? Um, I've, 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 I've heard him before whisper to me or even speak boldly to me because sometimes God's trying to get my attention, right? It's the same thing. So if you're trying to think logical about God, it's never going to work out. But I encourage you to just turn off the logical brain for four days, just for four days. Okay, turn it off. God, do what you're going to do. God, I'm giving you full reign, full dominion over my life, over my my health, over my love life, over my body, over my mind, over my spirit, over my finances. God, do what only you can do. And just leave it at that. Don't think about it. Don't try to plan because I also am a planner. And that and, and planning, being a planner and following God, 
I'm gonna make you laugh a little bit. They don't go well together, okay? The Bible says um, you plan, um, you can have plans, but God it will have the last say. He'll be the one to actually direct the steps, right? And the, my, I love this um, famous um, quote: "You plan and God laughs." Right? So you can plan all you want, but mm, probably not gonna go out that way. But I encourage you: these last four days, stand with me. I'm gonna do it too, God. You have full reign, dominion over everything. I'm just going to sit in your presence. I'm going to worship you. And whatever you want to work out, work it out. And whatever you don't, I'm one day closer. But I'm believing for miracles. I'm staying and expectant because you are the God of the midnight hour. Midnight is 12. We're in the 12 month. We're in the last days of this month, Lord. Do what you want to do. Do it, God. And I know you will. And I promise you guys are going to hit me with these testimonies that are going to blow your mind and my mind. Just like that girl's phone call this morning. Yesterday, she was mad. It's not going to happen. And then today, she found out. And she's like, it is going to happen. And it just blew her mind. It it increased all of our faith. So I'm telling you right now, these last four days, when Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I had to make sure because my counting can be off sometimes. Let everything go and let God be God because I'm going to do it. And I already feel a peace and uh, an excitement right now as I'm saying this. So I hope this encourages you. If you have any testimonies within these next four days, please reach out. Please tell me. I would love to hear them. I would love to share them um, and all that and all that good stuff. So I hope this encourages you. Get excited. We have four days left. God can do anything. God, Don't be excited about New Year's. Be excited now. Be excited today. Be excited an hour from now. You just never know what he's going to do. So I hope this helps you guys. I'm excited. This is the finale, the last one for the year. I will be back. I got to start um, spending time with God too and seeing what I'm going to talk about. I think I know what I'm going to talk about for January, um, at least one of them. So we'll talk about that more in January. Happy New Year. Happy testimonies because I know they're coming. I know they're coming and I can't wait to hear from you. So as always, peace, love, and glow, Erica.